Welcome back to Steam Powered Scoundrels, a Malifaux podcast. Episode 55, Kaboom! I don't know. If you look at the image, I didn't hit the button. And he, is, recording he is showing what the hammer guy Ooh. did wrong, and that's why he's wearing that fucking hand uh, brace. I'm already tipsy, probably because I'm dehydrated. I have not eaten a whole uh, lot today. And this. Oh my god. Is that an anvil on spider legs? Yes, yes. isn't it yes, cute? It is. That's adorable. There's so many cute things in this in this that's gonna be in this book. There's so many cute things and so many hot things. It's a good book. Two things can be real. Mm-hmm. I never said they didn't coexist. Mm-hmm. That's fair. And this is a ten percent ABV beer. Woo! Nice. Tropical nice. beer hug. And it's I put Kalua in my coffee. On it. The skull lady's Aww. hot too. The skull lady? Skull oh. lady. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Thorpe. Bellavanti I mean, Thorpe. Very big, uh... Skull Lady. <laughs> well we know who she is because we got Damien's keyword. Former former witchling handler. Leave me alone. Yep. I don't the know big, anything uh, about Damien's keyword. Getting the ninth vibes from her. Damien Ravencroft had his own story in first edition where he managed to bamboozle Sonya Crid. Yeah. Sonya okay. Yeah. You said you didn't know anything about Damien's keyword. Damien's in Damien's keyword. Checkmate. <laughs> Have fun podcasting, guys. <laughs> Rude. And welcome back to Steam Powered Scandals. I'm your host, Sad Doug. And with me, possibly, sad, is Victoria, if she uh, decides to stay. I don't know. I don't know. It depends on how much you decide to pick on me. I'm not going to pick on her for a little bit until she's at least, like, invested to a point where she can't leave. She's got pretty hair, though. Uh, trying not to mm-hmm. laugh is Nate. Oh, I'm not trying at all. I never <laughs> try. I let him I let him out. He really took that do or do not situation uh, in the opposite direction as expected. Drinking what looks like mud water is Roman. The finest, delicious pineapple-based mud water. It's probably just the lighting, but it really just looks like cloudy brown liquid in a in a martini glass. No, it still yeah. looks like cloudy brown white. It looks like beer. Yeah, no. Not, what, what, not what are you? Roman puts his beers what are in martini you glasses. What is, what is that? Specify. Testify. Uh, this is a cocktail that Eli and I are trying for the first time called a Mary Pickett. What did you pick? Pickford. Uh, it is rum, pineapple juice, a little grenadine, and some maraschino liqueur. Ooh, Mar- maraschino liqueur yeah. sounds good. It's, it's and good. it's kind of nutty. Old sad boy, minus the rave party, Eli. Uh... Yeah, you're gonna need a new <laughs> shtick because I'm the sad one now. I'm even on this podcast then. Uh, contra- contractually obligated. You could turn the rave back on, and that could be why you're on the podcast. Maybe you can be the enthusiastic one. <laughs> the bombastic yeah. Eli. Oh, Eli Ch- <laughs> oh that's... <laughs> that sounds terrifying, your actually. Like... <laughs> oh, God. It's back. I don't like it. <laughs> Doug doesn't like it either. Oh, hurts my eyes. Okay, uh... We're here to record a podcast, and uh, for a second there I blanked on what we're going to uh, talk about. We're going to talk about the new shit. The nice reveals for the wave that's coming out. It fell out of my pocket because I have thick-ass thighs. Thick-ass thighs. 
<laughs> also because those little teeny tiny shorts have very small pockets. Do not do not discourage him from wearing those shorts. I'm not. I'm just Nothing telling him. will discourage me. I'll be wearing these in winter. You're welcome. Wear them to the you next they, tournament. Uh, you know what they say about guys with tiny, tiny shorts. I, I demand a Doug ASMR video now. Okay. What, what should I... I'll read Ulysses. Oh, God. <laughs> but do it in your best Ulyx <laughs> accent. Drew it as cow. <laughs> Cold reading. No takes backsies. Just me complaining about words. Okay. Um, we're going to be going over the reveals we've seen. We've gone through all of them at this point. Thank you guys for those of you revealed. You're awesome. I love you. I need to start a YouTube channel so Weird will love me again. Um, before we get into that, I figured we'd do hobby talk. One, because I enjoy talking about hobby. And two, because uh, I want to whine. And three, because I want to pad out the time of this episode. As though we're going to need to pad out the time. Because Roman is here. Because we really needed it last yeah, time. Yeah, we really needed that extra. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm sure people hated it. I mean, that one guy definitely hated it. <laughs> yes. You know who you are, yeah, one guy. You one guy. <laughs> Fucking the cold one opening guy. guy. Come on. Jeez. What a guy, but I mean that in a negative way. <laughs> <laughs> So I spent the last, like, two weeks, I mean, technically a couple months, but I went really hard the last two weeks, and really, really hard this last week, so I don't even know what happened in the past, like, seven days, but I was painting up, right, hobby progress. I've been painting Anelli Crew, because the Discord made me, I was like, hey, Discord, you love me, I trust you, I trust you. Well, there's your first mistake. Yeah, who said that was a cool idea, Doug? You knew what you were getting into. You knew exactly what you were getting into, especially after with the first and ten. Yeah, fair. Okay, so I painted up an, <laughs> an entire journalist keyword, all of it, uh, which, sadly enough, is the first keyword I've completed painting-wise. <gasps> oh! Yeah. What? Because I've got a couple steam fitters I haven't finished. Oh, okay. I mean, like every model available. Got it. Yeah, yeah that's that. That's it. Um, but yeah, managed to get really good job, really good paint jobs on all the name characters from the. Sco- it was a Scooby Doo themed. If you haven't heard, uh, Scooby Doo themed journalist crew. So, uh, Nelly in both her forms was Velma, and the printing press was the Mystery Machine. And August was Shaggy, and the undercover reporter was Scooby, and Allison was Fred, and then Fiona was Daphne. And yeah, it turned out really, really well. And I did I did a single layer on all the minions because that's all I have the time for, but it didn't look like garbage, and I also managed to get paint on the uh, I don't remember what the name of it is actually. I keep calling it the Mega Dragon. Oh, the Galvanic and a Gale Mage and a Gatling Gunner. So, <laughs> took that all to a nice. tournament today. So the whole point of this was to get the keyword painted up and to take it into a tournament. Uh, I had a time. It was uh, dis- disappointing. It was disappointing. Like, I don't, I don't mind losing as long as I've had a fun, good game. But 
two of my three rounds were against people that had a huge advantage due to the choices as far as the board terrain goes. So basically, round one went up against Hoffman 2, who immediately had a turret set up, and because it was Wedge, mm. and because of the terrain, he could like immediately start shooting me. And so he didn't move out until like turn two. Um, mm. But that killed most of my stuff real fast, and then turn two was against Sonya 2 in corner deployment with no blocking in the middle of the board. Yeah. That's... <sighs> I mean, there was blocking, but it was height one, so... Use, use enough and good amounts and good mixtures of terrain, TOs. Do it. Shooting galleries are not fun. Um, turn one was the opposite. I was, up against, I was on bottom table with uh, the guy who was playing a brand new master. Um, so that was a case of like just making sure that I wasn't going too hard and just ruining the day for him. But... Um, not everything died, so that was that was nice. Nice. Did you face guild on on that uh, on no, that, that game was... too? Was this just a, a guild HR <laughs> fiasco a day? Okay. Um, and then um, my lunch tried to kill me. I got served raw chicken Oof. from a fast food restaurant. Sucky. Mm. Um, it's a hell of a yeah, day. That's. That's real bad. So I'm going to ask the Discord again for who I'm painting for indie <laughs> store. We'll see what happens. Why do you hate yourself and why don't you learn? Because it actually got me to paint an entire keyword. I've gotten more painted in the past month than I have in the past year. So it's pain, suffering, yep. I guess. Well, they can't make me do Nelly well, again. Well, given so. that, let's go with Damien. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I think you should just take the previous vote and go to the next one. I mean, but that won't... He wants you to go with Brewy, is what he's I, saying. I really do, is what I'm saying. I feel like Brewy's gonna win, so... I mean, just vote for it, man. But this doesn't allow That's me fair. to, like, put I'm on stuff someone I've else gained just as well. Like, I pick up another Roman. keyword, which I don't need to, because I got plenty right now. Could we possibly not have you do an entire other keyword, given that we've got two weeks before the next tournament? No, next... Indie Storm, February. Oh, okay. I'm not doing okay. that to you. Thank you, I appreciate that. God, I'm sorry. It would have to be something that I can, like, insanely badge paint. Okay, that's that's what I've done for hobby and, and, and stuff and playing games. Um, but... Announcement order, so Victoria? I helped you do bases. Yeah, okay. bases. And nothing else. I mean, that's not really a hobby thing, that's... Nate, go. Nate! Yes. Uh, what have I been working on? So many things. So many things. <laughs> doing doing everything that isn't the the Rotten Harvest Justice, because it intimidates me. Mostly. <laughs> well, you just stare it right in its undead eyes and intimidate it right back. They don't have eyes, they're skeletons! Or you could not paint them, so that when I paint them, I don't have to feel bad about my paint job. But I gotta get it done eventually for reasons. Why? I don't know. <laughs> do them in do them in black and white. Because I'm a finishist. I've already got some color on them, so we're past that point. Uh, yeah, I just finished up some uh, some uh, what 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 are the what are the Karis minion dudes? Firebranded, those guys, mm -hmm. and Borgie Borg with the big sword. I'm gonna cover up Roman's Roman face. Um, 
Roman is going <laughs> slightly psychotic. I don't. I think. I think he liked me talking about painting Arcanists. I did, which I don't. I don't like that. Well, um, tough. They look really good, and your free hand on flowing freaking coats cloaks is amazing. I put an A in a circle. Hooray! Overflowing fabric. Anarchists. Anarchy. Those boys are ready to do an arson. Actually, mostly girls. It's two girls and Borgman. So, them folks are ready <laughs> to do an arson. The squad is ready to do an arson. The squad is ready to do an arson. A wildfire. <laughs> That's Paris's catchphrase. That's her, her famous her famous catchphrase she says in the lore. <laughs> right. Sonia has her cornered in, in a street and she says, you know, the A is for a wildfire. <laughs> And Sonya just, <laughs> what? <laughs> now you've thrown her off her rhythm! <laughs> so yeah, I've just been painting pain more things. I'm terribly sorry, you've upset the, the Emperor's groove. <laughs> rhythm, I got to experience a really brutal, uh, confiscated lore three rounds in a row, as in, like, four face cards oh, no. twice, and three face cards Ouch. once. You only put uh. one card back on the deck each time. <laughs> That's rough. I mean, it wouldn't have changed anything, but you just reminded me. Sorry for interrupting. That's no, you're good. I was, I was basically that's rough, done, buddy. <laughs> that's rough, buddy. Sonia was redacting all of Nelly's papers. <laughs> the the guild censors before it goes to print. All of it. All of it is censored. It's just solid black. All just all of it. Well, yeah, because it, it turns out black. if you censor the crazy book, it's fine to read. <laughs> Heavily censored crazy book. Is the tattler now the the crazy paper? Is that how she spreads that it? Jinky's a crazy book. <laughs> <laughs> Jinky's a forbidden tome. <laughs> I, I, I can't read this without my glasses. <laughs> okay. No, see, it's fine if you read it without your glasses because yeah, it makes it less less bad. You hope. How that not for a uh, magazine. Well, that's the problem. She kept her glasses on. Oh. That's the problem. She has twenty twenty vision. <laughs> that's right. She sees all the way to the year 2020. I mean, I feel like that would drive anybody crazy. Right. That's the point. That's that's actually where she got the tentacle powers from. 2020? <laughs> the, the... I didn't get tentacles. The Lord of Flames book has absolutely nothing to do with the tentacles. I believe it. Which brings me, I guess I'm not done with my Nellies, because I don't have the word Jinkies written on Voice of Disorder at all, whatsoever. I have it written on Nellie's papers, mm. which you can't see unless you're looking straight down at her, but Nellie 1 doesn't have glasses. Mm -hmm. So I need to, like, I cannot figure out how to put glasses on her. I tried several ways, it doesn't work. Her face is too fucking small, so what we're going to do is we're going to put glasses on her base, because she lost it, because that's what Velma fucking does. Yep. Nice. That, that reminds me on um, one of my newsies because I did paint the newsies. Um, the one who's got like yeah. the stack of papers under his feet. I, I wrote, I wrote, very tiny steam-powered scoundrels, and then also Yay! turns with the exclamation point. <laughs> and no one will ever see it because it is very tiny and hard. It's to okay. Read. We'll all know it's there. I I think my newsies. After we know the about your turns. Musical. So I have newsies the musical. I the have musical. Crunchy, who's got the crutch. I have Specs, who has the eye patch, because irony. And then I have Spot Conlon, who is the newsie with the newspapers on his... His, his disability is that he has no shoes. 
All three. All three of the the newsies are disabled in some way. What what is what is that? What do you have? Oh yeah, it's your thing. It's your thing, Roman. It's your thing. It's mm-hmm. your Roman thing. Yeah. It's my your Roman, which I'm actively using this week because I apparently kicked my uh, bed frame while I was sleeping last Ow. Friday night, and Twice. now the the, ah. the on my left foot, the ball of my left foot specifically, like right under my big toe. If I walk like normally on it, it fucking hurts. That's how you know you're right. Shut up. Nope, I'm getting older on Monday, too. <laughs> Listen, I, I say this as an old myself. What do you want for your birthday? To see you guys shortly after it. Besides that. You want kisses. Uh, Fong's Pizza shortly after it. <laughs> we are already planning to do those things. Eli, it was easy. Well, you guys are Eli's easy. Eli's just generally easy, but... um, Yeah... A, a Steam wish list. That you was easy to do. Um, sorry, Eli, I was very lazy in getting your birthday gift. No, what was, what was hilarious is I literally put it that on my wish list like that ah. day. <laughs> Suck it. Or was it was it? Uh, Metal Hellsinger. Because I was like, oh, oh, this looks like an interesting game. I'm going to put it on my wish list so I remember it. And then, purchased. like, bam, you have a gift. I'm like, wait, hold on. I want to play the demo before I decide if I buy it or not. Too late, motherfucker. No, I've heard good things. It's a very unique game series now at this it's point. It's very so. fun. It is super fun. If I hadn't said if I haven't said thank you for it, then uh no, thank I you. I think for so, but it. I mean I assumed. You st- we're still talking, so Okay. Um So the brilliant thing I've done I was gonna I was considering using uh the judge one, uh uh Lady Morte or whatever as the as the the title, but I decided to just Give her a little, give her a little boop, and now she can be death touch. Yeah. Yay. Magnets are so good for that. I will I will probably not use the death touch model if I'm using the uh, screw. So I don't know how much of this we're keeping in this random conversation we're keeping. I guess it's up to the editor, but Guild has some good yeah, we'll counters to Nelly. Um like I mean Hoffman Hoffman is the easy, well, easy <laughs> You know answer, what? But uh, oh yeah, that's an Arcanist crew. Yeah, yeah, it is. He's still in Gil. He was brought in Guild and did not care I've been, about I've been bad touch versions and so. distracted because yeah, just all the plus flips plus cheap shitty units to remove distracted. And he never removed like one. He always removed two or three. Mm-hmm. We're gonna form a a union of people who've been personally victimized by power tokens. <laughs> fine. Again, it would have been more of a game if he didn't get a full round and a half just blowing my models off the table. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't help. Well, and also, it's it's worth mentioning. Like, there are more, uh, there there are more easily gotten generic and more uh, shot through the game, uh, more proliferated ways to get positive flips than there are generally to put out negative flips. Because you, for those to be good defenses, you need to put out negative flips at least as fast and as efficiently as the opponent can put out positive flips, and really by that I mean you need to put them out quicker and more efficiently, or else they're not working and for you. Handing out distracted one only if you hit things is nothing compared to a token get for free at the start of your turn. Yeah. Especially when, if you have a cheap, not hitting anything else model, you can go, go away up to three distracted. Yep. Also, really kind of depressing how kind of Pathetic. Um, August is and not Nelly too. 
Mm, I've heard mm. that. Like he, he's. It's hard to get distracted on him, which is what he's good at, at, what he needs to like be effective. And Nelly Two has a thing which is like, hey, friendly journalist gets just just gets too distracted. Right. So I feel like he's only for one of the masters, and he you kind of need to bring him with Nelly Two for to really get use out of that ability because. Like, the whole thing is, you put it on a model, and then you can immediately take it off with a different action to make them take an action, but it's still kind of sucky when you're burning both a bonus and a AP of your master to just make another model take a restricted act. I think it's a general action that isn't a charge or a melee attack. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eli, what have you been working on hobby-wise yeah, lately? Yeah, let's talk to Eli. Uh well I've got uh got some work done on some Swamp Fiend models. I got all their basing done, which was a lot of work cuz I didn't have basing on any of them. So And then, and then I did all it. of them. <laughs> How uh, many Swamp Fiends are there, Eli? Oh my god. Fuck, I didn't count. I just painted them. So many. <laughs> it's a lot. Lots. Lots is the answer we're going to I know, I know that from experience. There's, there are a lot of Swamp Fiends. A ton of Swamp Fiends. Um is a big fucking keyword. Uh, and, I, and then I started working on painting the uh, the Will of the Wisps and the Adzi. Those are coming along good because awesome. uh, we're doing we're doing our league still. So we got I got Swamp Fiend, I got uh, Terra and Obliteration, I got Lady J and the Marshals as my three uh, three masters I can use in the league. And uh, yeah, I am also intimidated by the Rotten Harvest Lady J stuff. I don't have all of the uh, the Terra stuff because the Servants of the Void box is un like unfindable anywhere. What's included in that? So it's like I guess I'll just focus on the Hunters and the Scion. Yes. Oh shoot! I can get you. I have a Scion if you uh, wanted Eli. I can't get you the Hunters. If I knew, I could have grabbed the Hunters scion. for you. They're one of the prizes at the tournament. <laughs> oh no. Well, you know, if no, I don't think anyone grabbed them, so they'll be available next at, when you come down. I think. There you go. All right, that sounds perfect. You can you can shoot for it, shoot for the moon, and I'll bring I'll bring that scion. We'll get you set Yay. up. Out of nothing, Yay. out of nothingness becomes a full keyword. And then all I need is thirty three. Eventually. Eventually, at least you'll probably be getting them before I get my freaking master. I mean. I could also lend you one of my old death marshals if that'll help. You hear me, Jonathan Weird? You're hurting my feelings. <laughs> they, they really heard you say, oh man, this this Tony box probably won't be out until the end of the wave, went, and they took that literally. <laughs> this, this is what they want. Fucking this bad, guy my guy. Steam-powered scoundrels were like steam-powered loser. Oh. It's been a roller coaster because, like, oh, it's the, it's the last month, at least it's not the only... <laughs> No, title box mm-hmm. in the last month. And then uh, Justice got moved to October and it's like, oh, cool. It's not going to be last after all. It's like, no, you go to December alongside nothing else. It's it's Damien, it's New jail. Wave stuff and then Tony. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I get it. They, they, have, they have shipping problems and it's that's so fine, but I'm I'm going to be yeah. sad. I'm... I'm it's very sad. I think the, the problem might be that whoever's uh, looking through the shipping containers going, oh, this is union propaganda. We can't let that happen in America. Oh, no. I hate this country. 
<laughs> we just need to tell them to look at the Anya yeah. side. Uh, any other uh, hobby news? Uh, I haven't been doing much uh, because I generally hobby standing at my bar, and uh, the injury I have done to my foot last week has limited that. Yeah. But what I have done is I, I did, while sitting, uh, finally try some of the airbrush colors we picked up recently, and I got the, the basic colors on all the bases for my uh, pirate molly crew done in about a half hour so that was that's cool oh, yeah. so they have like they're on uh broken up wood that was a uh, green stuff press and then once they're off the wood there's a couple layers of blue making it look like it's going from very shallow to very deep water quickly so that'll Pretty. be fun um I've been toying around with some contrasts on Wong's title. Uh, he himself is looking fairly good, if a bit basic. Uh, but the magic effect coming out of his bag, uh, this is going to be... It, it's smoke, but there's like magic going on inside of it. So right now I just have the, the base color is the pinkest pink from Stuart Semple. This is just... It's this is. Pink. I'm fairly sure you could see this from space if I took it outside. <laughs> it kind of glows with its own inner light. <laughs> How useful is that pink? Because I, I kind of want it, but... It's... You you uh, have to thin it a fair amount. Like, it is... It's thick and kind of chalky. Uh, but so, like, just about works. every company is white? I could probably... I, I will... I will probably never use this whole bottle. I could probably pour you some into like a smaller bottle if I can find eee. one. I'll bring I'll bring you some. Smaller bottle, right? Not smaller model, because that yeah, but yeah, a bottle. I'm not gonna just put it on a model and give it to you. <laughs> Rehydrate this. <laughs> Good luck. Tempted tempted to use that on uh, 33 when I get her. You should. Oh, that's absolutely what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I that I, is absolutely what I'm doing with 33. Now that I have a, now that I have the entire Justice crew, and it's like I would I would enjoy painting the the Rotten Harvest box, but I'm also just not sad that I just collected the entire keyword and then the Rotten Harvest came out. Um, but yes, now I have a good reason to get that box along with 33. But I want to do some sort of pride theme with 33, um, and I. T- I guess it'll just it depends on when the model comes out and what I can do with it. Um, there's a lot of chains. Maybe there's enough chains to do like an entire pride flag worth of colors. We'll see. You could probably do that with like some of the flame effects. Yeah, I was, I was thinking you could probably do. Um, yeah. I feel like the the buy pride would be really easy to do in her in her flames. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would look cool. Or or a much less reasonable option. <laughs> on all of her chains. In order. Just do every link as a different color in the pride flag. Yeah, that's good. There we go. That sounds... That's I, I'm willing to do that. You've seen the shit I'm willing to do. Mm, I know. I'm, so, again, yeah. I was listening when you said you're motivated by pain and suffering, so go for it. <laughs> <laughs> shit, you're right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did say that, and I didn't mean it to. <laughs> uh... Yeah, no, I, my initial thought was like, yeah, she's bisexual, she's down to clown with both living and undead models. Um, <laughs> Is that bisexual or bihextual? Ah! Boo. 
By the way, this beer tastes exactly like strawberry rhubarb cobbler, like it says on the tin. That sounds good. Uh, finally found a sour I like. You want to try it? Yes. Okay. I don't know if I'm, I'm going to drink. Feeling bad? Thank okay, you, let's Doug. Move this tastes delicious. Like, I can smell your drink in it. Right. Uh, there's there's a there's a rubric out there. I don't know. This is this is a Roman <laughs> show now. Roman, take over. A so, at this point, every uh, everyone has revealed the keywords or sections of keywords that Weird has sent to them uh, for the other content creators. Thank you all. They were great. So we thought, since everybody else in the world has had a chance to talk about the mechanics and everything else involving these models. We figure everybody's going to come to us to talk about, or listen to us talk about, rather, wild speculation. And that's what we're going to do. Uh, baseless accusation. Talking about wild speculation. Yeah, baseless accusation, wild speculation <laughs> uh, about what we think uh, the revealed characters or peoples as far as possible story involvement going forward. Uh, so, again, None of this is based on anything other than us going, ooh, that'd be cool. Uh, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. We're not doing a, a deep, deep tactica on this? Yes, we're going to do a deep tactica on six different keywords, only one of which is uh, fully visible as far as rules goes. Uh, and we're going to be beyond <coughs> accurate on everything we say. Yes. Um... So, speaking of high tactics, we should probably start with Cavalier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, thanks to Defective Dice for being the revealer on this one, great job on it. Uh, yep. Also, Go support them on Patreon. Yes. Uh, also, fantastic job. I'm assuming Weird gave you some of the, the fluff, because you actually covered it, as opposed to uh, most of the others who did very... Uh, surface level as far as that and jump straight onto the cards which is fine but from the the fluff people to the fluff people we appreciate you uh i have a thought on that and that is um all of the other keywords except really angler we have some sort of existing fluff to go with them that's fair that's fair yeah so it's possible cavalier was the only one that was like hey why the fuck is this guy here or maybe just because we were very confused and kind of like Explain yourselves, Kings, <laughs> Kings Empire and Guild are no longer. You know, explain yourself, Britain. <laughs> <laughs> well, and for anybody who hasn't watched it, a go watch it, you cowards. Um, B, we found out he's kind of a loose cannon as far as he, he's a very good and effective military leader. Except for when you do that as part of a wider military, you have to follow their protocols, which apparently he. Wasn't great on doing necessarily. Likes um, blowing shit up. Yeah, one well, and I and being that. experimental about things. That's the part I'm interested about. Your experimental uh, explosions. Exactly. Sure. Um. Anyway, so the King's Empire is like, well, we could court-martial you, or we could send you to Malifaux, where weird shit happens anyway, and you can be the guild's problem. Ha <laughs> ha. So, I, I A, really like that. Um, story-wise, that makes me go, how do we think this experimental explosion, loose cannon, pun intended, 
uh, will do in from what we've seen of Marlo's leadership style. He's very much a bastion of order kind of guy. Um, like also, I, I, what's the human's name? That's the real deep lore question. Yeah, yeah, very true. Because we all know Harold Harold Tull is the cat. Mm-hmm. That cat is a loose cannon. <laughs> He's the best goddamn officer in the King's Empire. I mean, whoever that guy is, he can get it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Are you, and are you are you saying Harold Tull's human fucks? Yes. Okay. He fucks. He fucks. He fucks. I look at that charming smile. So you're saying he has so I'm, a I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming that's that's why he needs the uh, old timey deaf ear horn. Is his lovers have screamed too many times in his ear to the point where he can no longer hear very well. Has nothing to do with the artillery rounds. <laughs> Two things can be true uh, at the God. same time. I, oh. <laughs> Might need to cut this out, but also now I'm just picturing him screaming kaboom when he... Uh, oh my god! <laughs> we're no. not cutting this. Okay. We're not cutting this. It's too good. Yeah, the screaming kaboom during the, uh, what would you say, the the highlights of the 1812 overture he performs? The climax. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man, I really... I hope this no, what keyword is, what's has, this? A, has a, an enforcer or a henchman. We need a Tchaikovsky. We do. What's, 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 what's the shitty song? See Bear? Okay, so basic awful bitches fuck to see Bear. Uh, <laughs> Gods in the bedroom like Harold Toll fuck to the 1812 overture. <laughs> <laughs> With real cannons in the room. Real just toddling around and bonking into walls. Yep. And offering you tea afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Good, good segue. His totems are in the room. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> and offering tea. I did those to myself. Like, Maybe this is uh-oh. why we didn't get anything this time around. It's because they didn't want us doing this. <laughs> we did we did a wed bed behead at the end of the the Tony reveal and they're like mm, no no no, no, no uh-uh. <laughs> can't do that again never again uh, uh, we'll find a way because um, they're cowards oh. right <laughs> so yeah the story, my my thoughts on this story wise a and we haven't said this yet so he is deaf all jokes aside they they confirm that um. Don't know if it's from artillery booms or something else, but yay for, you know, diversity and, and uh, the other word I can't think of at the moment. Inclusion. Inclusivity. Inclusion. That's the one. Thank you. Inclusivity. Oh, also he's black. Yes. Also, also black. So is the human. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So yeah, the, all excellent things as far as, as the story goes. I think that could lead to some interesting back and forth between himself and some of the other guildies. Uh, for instance, how does a deaf man communicate with a blind woman? Hmm. That could be that. That could be interesting. Um, God, in a, a good a, way. Oh, we would be so cool and great to piss off the fandom once more if we get another coffee room story. Yes. <laughs> I love the idea of him um, running into Sonya in the in the break room and going, "Haven't I seen you committing war crimes on on Earthside?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay, but um, maybe maybe Harold can write in Braille. Ooh, that could be interesting. That'd be very cool. Or Hoffman something. could make something that would yeah. would interpret between the two of them in various ways. That'd be very cool. All the the different. I mean, I would I would imagine, given the hearing aid we see in his imagery, he can probably hear with that. Otherwise, why does he wear it? That's so fair. probably. That's if I argument. were to guess, they would talk to each other. <laughs> so brave. Yep. Yep. That's fair. Eli, I mean, Eli out here with the hot takes. <laughs> yep. I think we're all in agreement, though. Harold only talks in one volume. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. And that's oh, bold. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. all caps bold, I he's either very loud or dead silent. Hey. Boo. I just want to say I like the he's like throwing out the peace sign and the dead silent. Like, yeah, that's good. I'm sure that's some sort of signal and whatever. Nope, that's, that I think is, that's a hand nope, signal. That's a peace sign. That peace sign, or <laughs> I see two of them up front. Aim on my on my target. That is a peace sign. Or he's running away from the battle. Deuces. Yeah, <laughs> I want. No, no, he's, he's speaking in ancient Roman. I want five beers. Fucking hell. God damn it. <laughs> With that, we mentioned the cannons. They are adorable and apparently serve healing tea. So you know it's the real good stuff from England. My question is, they, they have medals on them? Are those the cannons medals? Or is that like Tull's extras? I like to think so. He I like o- to think the cannons have earned their medals. He awards medals to the cannons. Cool. I like <clears throat> it. He seems like the type of guy. <laughs> I Okay, I think that he earns medals that he attributes to the cannons, and so mm. they're technically his, but he puts them on the cannons. Because mm. like, like no, you that really earned this, Gertrude. Ethel, you need to step your shit up. Let's, let's <laughs> come on, come on, Ethel. Get it together. Get your shit together. <laughs> no, no, leave the... Mm. Leave the cat alone. Leave the cat alone. <laughs> no, leave the cat. the cat alone. Put the kettle on. <sighs> the cat doesn't want tea, Ethel. <laughs> Harold doesn't want tea right now. <laughs> what if they're both called Harold and Tull? <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. Harold is one of them, Tull is the other. <laughs> okay, like Harold it. is the cat, Tull is the guy. First name Jethro, obviously. Boom. <laughs> Does that mean yes, he can right. breathe underwater because he has an aqua lung? Oh my god. Uh, no. They have an Iron Man. They have a King's Wall. Yeah. Big big robot with a yeah. shield. Yeah. An Which iron to also have a man inside. An iron patriot? Based on its based on its uh goddammit. <laughs> How d- yeah, based on its uh, uh, demise, dude inside. Yes, my Our my man, question man is pops out. Oh. Yeah, my my question on this is: Is it a character, or is this like the one King's Wall armor that they brought to Malifaux, and this is something they've made more of elsewhere? That would that would be my assumption. I, I would assume that they probably make more, given given that Earthside they can make King's Hands, which are uh, that's, four, that's fair. four or five times as big as the King's Wall. I think they could make a few of those. Yeah, that's fair. That's Harold, a good point. Harold probably brought brought one over with him, whoever mm-hmm. whoever's inside. Yeah. William Wall. <laughs> <laughs> um... We also saw uh, their minions, the Sappers. Uh, these are... So my... 
when I first saw the the art for Tull, I was like, okay, these are going to be very guild models. They're very regular human military garb. It's a full military company coming in Malifaux is what this looks like, which is a whole interesting question on its own. But then I saw the, the art for the Sapper, and I was like, oh, that, like, it's still a military uniform, but it's interesting, as opposed to just a, a rank-and-file-looking dude. Mm. So I'm, I'm interesting if there's, like, fluff behind their masks or something. They are also lawyers. As well as soldiers. <laughs> they just, oh, so they so they know when they're committing war crimes. They just think it looks cool. They do also it for the fair. aesthetic. <laughs> the uh, only good reason called, to do anything. It's called cultural appropriation, and Lucius doesn't appreciate it. <laughs> well, they're Brits, so they're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> That's kind of a shtick. <laughs> Lucius's mask is going to end up in the British Museum. We all know it is. <laughs> And Kaladi's head. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> had to make Eli sad there. Yeah. Don't worry, I was already um, sad. I I would I would be terrified of what Kaladi could get his hands on in the British Museum if he like yeah. got his body back. Or whatever Especially- body he'd toss his head onto. Kaladi yeah. stole an artifact golem. <laughs> <laughs> That's his title. Oh man, I'm just seeing like a Voltron of of Kaladi with like two legs of Easter Island heads. <laughs> no. Oh no. Oh jeez. This is uh, how the puppet keyword became another side alliance, everybody. No. No, this is how we get this is how we get mummies. <laughs> yes. Yay! Also, yes. Uh, Pharaoh Kaladi. Mm. <clears throat> I mean, assuming they haven't eaten all of them that were in the museum. <laughs> Or turn them into paint. Or turn them into paint. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> so what, what? What? What did I miss? Oh, uh, we just talked about um the King's Wall and the Sappers. Any mm-hmm. any thoughts on those? Uh, King's Wall. Um, I'm assuming it's the size of the King's hand. That makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's not like Weird hasn't <laughs> put oversized models on a on a large base yet. Um, <laughs> bold take for a forty mil, but I'll, I'll I'll buy it when I see it. Like okay, if you and to go in a core box, like I made that a I made a, you attempt to do it and you didn't go for it. So yes, you could saw off the leg of the king's hand and fit that on a forty millimeter bed base pretty comfortably. No, I mean, obviously you gotta kick, you gotta saw off one of the hands. Ah, well no, this is so the, it can hold the shield. The <clears throat> yeah, you. Take both the legs and the arms and the torso, and you separate it like it's fucking Exodia. <laughs> That's what the King's Wall is. It's just one part of a greater whole. The King's Wall is just Exodia. Yeah, the left leg of the Forbidden One. Yep. <laughs> Once again, we have this weird uh, Venn diagram of, of Malifaux and Yu-Gi-Oh. Fuck. I, yeah, I just, I just, why do we keep going back to you, guys? Can you calm down, it's please? So, it's so memeable. <laughs> um, Doug, the other thing we brought up, or I mentioned briefly, is this is, this appears to be a full military company or something coming into Malifaux, which, yeah, ad- yeah, admittedly, yeah. it's not like the guild isn't militaristic, but, like, they, they've been more, like, supercharged cops. Yeah. 
than rank and file military. Like, how do we think this is going to change things? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yes. Well spoken. I, yeah, I think I'm, I yeah, I said something along the same lines as like this is very outside of what Malfo is, which has always been gang fights. Mm-hmm. And the only way I can see this truly fitting is if the reason he's cavalier is because he allows for individualism in his group to an extent where it doesn't feel like a military company. Right. Yeah. Which I think is what they're going for, but. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. The other question is, will Von Schill invite Tull to his poker night? I sure uh, hope so. There's gotta be some sexual tension between the two of them. <laughs> They're the ones that are fucking! Oh, spicy. Yeah, spicy. Does but- Von Schill take off the armor these days? No, the armor stays on. <laughs> They have attachments. I mean, look at who Toll surrounds himself with. Equipment upgrades. Look at who Toll surrounds himself with. He likes that. Yeah. Yeah. He's into it. Yeah. No, no, tull, keep it on. Toll sandwich between the uh, the wall and a, a hard place, you might say. Oh my god. All right. Have we talked about Sean yet? No. Well, I'm just looking at the the list, and you said Sappers, and you said Kingswall. Oh, we, John. Yeah. It did we sound have, like Sean. No, no, he's French. Ah, okay. Jean. Ah, Jean. Jean. Jean Wasson. <laughs> he would like a croissant. Thanks, I hate it. I'm a child. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, no, we we also have Dr. John Watson, who is clearly a bulldog. Um, yes. And yes. his human, who is apparently an actual doctor named Frederick. Who looks so shockingly like Rob, our friend Rob. <laughs> yeah. Whose sister has a bulldog. <laughs> hmm, coincidence? <laughs> <laughs> I think not. Um, no, but th- this definitely begs the question. Like, we we know from actual Sherlock Holmes stories, John Watson's a military doctor. Or served in the military as a doctor, rather. Yes. We also know from the uh, the Last Word story that the Sherlock Holmes books exist in this timeline. Presumably that means that this John Watson actually wrote them, which means that Holmes actually exists. Somewhere. Yes. Maybe. So my question is, if we have Watson, I want to see where Holmes is. Probably doing He's drugs. dead. I have... Okay. Both possible. So one, uh, it's been a while since I've read that story, but did we actually confirm that it is exactly the same as the Sherlock series? Because they just... To me, what I remember is that they explain that it is a combination of two series. But mm-hmm. they don't specify which. Yeah, technically, I did actually look at it. Uh, they don't give a name. So they just say, like, a monster hunter and a detective. Okay. okay. So we don't, they don't actually name Sherlock Holmes. That's... Which means, which means they're not tied to Sherlock I'm not, Holmes. I, I'm not, like, denying your head theory. Your uh-huh. headcan head theory. Mm. Your headcan here, I was just clarifying. But what mm. I think it's, what I would like it to be is actually for that to be true. Mm-hmm. But this is John Watson's self-insert romance series that involves <laughs> mysteries <laughs> as well. There just happens to be mysteries, but really it's just him talking about his ideal romantic partner. Jinkies. <laughs> A clue. <laughs> nope, I'm leaving the podcast. <laughs> 
No. This is your line? But but more realistically, <laughs> I'm assuming this would be if John Watson pre-Sherlock. So there's lots of threats we can go off of this year. But this given, year. given that he's still in the yeah, army, that's... that feels right. Yeah. Well, and also, I'm trying to remember, because I don't think there's anything in the library story that specifies it's a book that has been written at this point. Yes, I think it it has. Okay, I couldn't remember if there was like a every book book that has right, but I thought there was a line about it's everybody every book that has been or will be written. Mm. But uh, Masaki, I I believe, tells Chiaki to put the books away, the two books that are the combined Mm -hmm. that make up Arthur von Stroker. Yeah, Yeah. but it's say that one of the beneficial or like major donors to the Red Library is Terra. Uh, <laughs> it's a book that existed at some Karina. Point. It's so weird. It's like okay, like like I I remember something similar to that Roman. That these are like all the stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's sort of also weird that these are all the stories, but they also have limited space. Yeah, so they have to get rid of some. It's but all like, the stories that aren't uh, aren't the Asian stories that they yeah. have to put in now. We we're, we're nitpicking a story from first edition, so. Uh, we're not gonna like look too mm-hmm. deeply into it, but yeah, I One, feel like they would have enough space if they really wanted to. Other two interesting things here that I want to point out. One, Sherlock Holmes is in the public domain, so they can straight up just use him if they want yeah, to, and that could... would be really cool. B, the first set of Holmes stories was published between 1887 and 1893. Mm-hmm. So, if and and granted that is by by Arthur Conan Doyle. Sir. Mm-hmm. Sir, yes. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Um, but... So now we know Roman responds... I know now that Roman responds to God, Sir, and finger snappings <laughs> all in the same way. <laughs> yep. Those all happened today. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, it... Like, again, this is wild, wacky headcanon that I hope is true, but but that definitely could be a thing and they could be doing it of because the timeline is different on Malifaux Earth than regular Earth, yeah. Watson rejoined the military due to all the wacky nonsense that's happening. The hijinks. Yeah. The shenanigans, if you will. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Are. I'm interested to see where they go with it. I hope they, they don't just drop in Watson and leave it. I hope they mention something. It's strictly on a story slash writing level. I think it would be the most interesting story to tell to say that the King's Empire is not handling these wars terribly well, and actually he was conscripted. Ooh, that'd be cool. So, like, this guy is in this war he doesn't want to be in, doing healing stuff because he refuses to... Well, okay. Admittedly, is it is it is it doing harm if you're stabbing someone with syringes and they just sort of die? Because I know he can do damage on his cards. So, just so I would say that that is against the Hippocratic Oath. That's uh, that's my take yeah. on that. So you're saying he's being a hypocrite? No, he's saying he's being a hypocrite. <laughs> I could see that though. That'd be interesting. Also, I'm pretty sure the trusty white rifle is not there to heal people. Wait, important question: Does John Watson have crit strike? Does not. Damn. Well, I see your reasonable explanation, and I raise you, it's the dog that's shooting the gun. Yes, obviously. The dog, John Watson. <laughs> the dog, the dog the chooses dog, violence. 
Just it's the same thing with Harold. They got that same name. Oh God, the uh, the Sherlock Holmes stories take a whole different twist when you consider John Watson's been a dog the whole time. And, and, well, and here's the thing: since it's a, a bulldog, I can't. I can only imagine him speaking as like your stereotypical Churchill with the jowls. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah like that. Very, oh very man, that'd be, that'd be fantastic. Uh, do we have any other thoughts on Cavalier as far as what's uh, been shown? I was waiting for my, my time to just dump on this, so here we go. Go for it. Yeah, I wasn't doing it before. Fucking deal with it. Uh, uh, surface level stuff. Very, very happy we have another black character in the game. We need more representation that way, I would think. We could use uh, maybe another Hispanic character if I'm like like just being really picky here. And the idea is, is like, yes, you could technically have... There's a lot of international stuff you could pull from, but if we're still sticking with the Wild West, we need more Hispanic representation in the game. But also, yes, thank you, Weird, for not making him just some some white guy. Uh, two, the blue coat has me very confused, concerned, excited. I don't know what, why it's there where it comes from, because the guild is red. The King's Empire, while themed blue in TOS, everyone wear, was wears red if they're wearing some sort of if they're not, like, military drab. So, why is he blue? Because no one can tell Harold Paul what to do. Ocean camouflage, so he can fight the gibbering <laughs> hordes. Yeah, so you can be that, differentiate be, him from the red uh, card he's on. Yeah, could be also that. Could what? be Sorry, also... What? what was that? Differentiate him from the red card he's on. <laughs> yeah, because... Yeah, okay. Could be also, uh, maybe he's a different division or something than what we've seen different hierarchy different uniform could be that when we're seeing them in tos like they've they haven't they've told the guild to get out but they haven't like gotten their own uniforms for everybody yet so they're still using what they had i mean i I imagine i imagine if you're in the middle of a war you're just gonna wear what your uniform is until it gets worn out they might have I mean, because there are other things that you need to be spending your resources on. Sorry, Eli, go ahead. You're good. Uh, they might have uh, given Toll a different uniform just so he would be like set apart from the guild. Mm-hmm. Make sure to remind them that you're different. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like an English thing to do. <laughs> okay. Yeah, everyone's had their feed, so now I'm going to say the thing that I think everyone's expecting me to say, and that this is mostly just wish fulfillment, headcanon-y stuff. And I would like to think... No, I would like to think that the King's Empire kits people out depending on, like, what division they're from or or, or whatever. Whatever you... Whatever military thing you are a part of, um, however it is sorted out, that that is the uniform you wear. So... We know England especially is very red-themed oftentimes, but there is a certain part of the UK that is blue. Wales. I like to think Harold Toll is Scottish, okay? Oh, okay. Awesome. Yes! I love this plan. It's not, it's, Sorry you know for what? continuing to try to make guesses. The name isn't that Scottish-sounding, but, like, why the fuck not? It would give us a little bit of uh, added flavor, because so far for King's Empire, we've seen generic troops... That are sort of centered around what the either a what they look like in World War One, and that's them specifically. The Scottish cr- troops wore kilts in World War One. Um, he's not wearing a kilt, but I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> that's, I'm not. That's fine. I'll live. Break out the green stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm doing with my King's Empire. Whenever I get around to it. But anyways, 
and then it's it's red, but we only get whales as the borderers, but we still are missing something that's specifically this is from Scotland, or specifically this is from Northern Ireland. Um, I mean, you could also just include Ireland in that. You could just have what, whatever you wanted as far as history goes, because I think some Irish-type characters in TOS would be cool. But anyways, yes, I would love for him to end up being Scottish. That's what I wanted to go with. Okay, he is deaf. We can almost assume that it's probably from the artillery, and because this is the whole uh, historical aspect of this character. He is World War One. He is representing what happens in World War One. One, uh, artillery. <laughs> one, and al- almost only one, artillery. It is a war of just blowing up your opponents, and you know, you notice that, that, um, that experimentation you were, you were talking about, it's, I'm just kind of glad we didn't get, like, a mustard gas trigger on any of his talk about spicy that would be a bit much but this is why we have war crimes more or less is because of world war one so that's how Sonya Crit technically isn't war criminal because we haven't invented the term war criminal yet oh god are the flame strike markers the mustard gas <laughs> oh fuck. is Sonya Crid the mustard oh, gas god. so more like mustard crit um but yeah no. deafness was a definite issue Amongst soldiers, because one, guns are very, very loud, and two, bombs and explosives and artillery rounds are also really, really loud. So, despite like his extreme, his frickin' title, his uh, keyword being cavalier, and his sort of <laughs> devil may care attitude, actually would be interesting if he was written having PTSD. It's a facade. Yeah, that, that, that would be sense. that would be so cool to to write from. He's like, yeah, I'm I'm putting on this That's front, but honestly, mask. like. I, I he can't sleep and, and, and shit like that. Like talk about how devastating this war was to the participants. Um, and then the okay, go ahead. Well, and that that makes a lot of sense though, because jumping back to John Watson, when Holmes starts, he's suffering from they call it shell, shell shock, shock. Yeah. and and a weak constitution after after deployment. But effectively, it's PTSD. So yeah, especially putting the two of them together, I think you're onto something there. And then his his title, um, oh, dead silent, or yep, yeah. something. This is the other like, sp- I guess, spice of World War One is like, how do you get around no man's land and the artillery bombardment? And that is the pretty much the invention of stealth warfare, or at least the the normalization of it, which is the other aspect of him: the going in at night, crawling across no man's land, going through the barbed wire, and then entering the enemy's trenches and killing everything you can and causing as much disruption. Um, surprising them. Um, so yeah, he's just he's just a, a quick history lesson wrapped up into a single keyword, and I I love it. Um, again, that whole discrepancy of like he is army, and this game is not about armies. We think we kind of sort of gone around that. Um, the other thing is that I feel like someone at Weird has read an obscure book that I also read in middle school. Uh, I've mentioned it before to you guys, so you're not surprised. But there is a book called Blitzcat. And while it takes place in World War II, it is about a cat in England that goes on sort of an adventure. And part of, like, the big uh, contrivance or whatever is that, you know, war is loud, and cats have more sensitive hearing than humans do. And the way the cat goes around and stuff is that at some point he's ren- she's rendered temporarily deaf. So I think, without any actual fluff behind it, the cat is also deaf alongside Harold. I mean, oh, that could be interesting. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Anyways, th- um, that's that's all to say that actually he is my favorite keyword out of this wave. 
And I'm glad I already started collecting Guild because I, I want to play him really bad. <laughs> Excuse me, really bad. Yeah, that's before Damien. I, I'm more excited for Harold than I am for Damien. Um, speaking of Damien, or does yeah. anyone else have anything else? I was going to agree with you. Um, I'm, and I say that saying I want to see what Dead Silent does based on the name. I'm expecting I will probably like that playstyle better than just big boom go kill all people. Yeah, oh, especially that's just since not my my style, but especially since his mechanics around like the the markers, right? Mm-hmm. How is yeah, how is that going to work when are are you still like calling in air stri- uh, artillery strikes on that or are you using them some different way? Cuz I feel like he has yeah. to affect them some way and something different than artillerist does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um also like I think defective dice already noted, but I fucking love the name of the grenade launcher. Yeah, the MFL GL, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh but for for those of you that don't play Doom or didn't even pay attention to the to the defective dice that would probably stand for sorry i, I lost track of the because i keep wanting to say big fucking but no motherfucking sorry, mother, mfgl the motherfucking grenade yeah. launcher motherfucking grenade launcher the motherfucking grenade hell yeah i love that yeah oh my god is he fucking um he's fucking everything. voiced by sam jackson clearly Hopefully. this is my motherfucking grenade launcher <laughs> but scottish <laughs> What? Oh man, what is? I need to look at the picture. What? What does it look like? Because I was like, oh yeah, that's probably what it stands for. I am curious if there is a gun manufacturer out there that has that initials as a name, so we could be like, no, it actually stands for this manufacturing company. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. We lied. Um. Oh, that's okay. That's one of the grenade. That's sort of like the grit what the grenadiers have. No, is it? it looks like that. It looks like a, a drum on the back of that thing. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it looks like the yeah, like the revolver-fed grenade launcher. Yeah, with the modern ones. It's like I, I want someone to have the the thumper Vietnam era single shot grenade launcher because I think that is extremely aesthetically pleasing. But it's okay. You can have the same one as the grenadiers, just a special one because it's the motherfucking one. Anyways, witness. Witness me. Yeah. Woo more tyrant? <laughs> Yay. We don't know um, that witness is involved in the keyword witness, unlike d- December, which is lo- in the keyword December, or obliteration is... <laughs> nightmare uh, is in the keyword for nightmare. Hold on a second. <laughs> starting to think this might involve the witness tyrant. <laughs> it might be a trend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ugh. So oh, the the big question this brought up to me is we're we're guessing he solved the puzzle box and that's why witness is involved. My question is and it's been a while since I've listened to this one, but was it before or after his story which is called Puzzle Box where he goes undercover as a witchling stalker. Spoiler alert. That's a Breachside broadcast number 28 for anybody that hasn't listened to it recently. Oh, you're so great, um, Roman. I love you. I had five minutes. I looked it up. Um, yeah, my because I the more I was thinking about it, it's like he might have solved it before doing that because he's effectively getting in there to witness what the yellow crypt secrets are. 
Well, and it, I mean, it makes sense both based on what the keyword does and the, the Hellraiser reference, the little I know about it. He might have gotten to one of the configurations. Ah, okay. And okay. that's how he locked his memories away. And now that he's out, he's done a few more configurations. And then probably, assumably, the, the title version, um, what is it? Um, Unbound. Unbound. Unbound is probably like the, if not completely solved puzzle box, mostly solved puzzle box that is going full witness. Okay. Like five or four or five configurations deep on the on the unleashing the hell demon that is witness onto Malifaux. Oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. I've, I've never watched any Hellraiser, so I... I haven't either, I, but I have enough of an awareness to know that, like, the configuration of the puzzle box in Hellraiser has six configurations. Okay. Which presumably is kind of what they're going for with the puzzle box for Damien. Gotcha. I'm, I'm curious. I don't remember what in the book's witness's shtick was as far as, like, how it fucked with things. Definitely not as flashy as Chizul. Yeah, witness, witness was kind of like a like a would influence things from the shadows. Yeah, kind mm-hmm. of a spy master. Kind of a spy master. It was it was witness and the Gorgon did that. Wasn't no, it? that's, the, yeah, that's just despair yeah, the Gorgon. You're they thinking were both of. Very... Okay, okay. Let me. If I recall, witness was kind of similar. Not 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 one of the more direct tyrants. It, it had like a corrupted sense of justice or something, right? Because that's how it kind of oh, got to shit. Perita. That would make sense. I just Which, remember, I know that Despair and the Gorgon were mentioned together doing the same thing. Yeah, right. Being dicks. But quiet dicks. They were all dicks. <laughs> all, all t- <laughs> Harold told dick silent. Tw- Twelve of them were dicks and the, the 13th was, you know, it's hard to say. Definitely not Gretchen. Okay. Definitely not Gretchen. Definitely not Gretchen. Pulling from... I'm going to be proven wrong, and I'm not going to care. Right now, it's still just, like, really, really points to Gretchen in my mind, so... Mm-hmm. Pulling from from Nightmare. Uh, strangest of all was Witness. A force some saw as justice and other viewed as tyranny. Her power grew, her power grew, and more than once she tipped the scales by unleashing entrancing magic. The unyielding and proper became her hidden dagger, wielded by a tyrant that wished to see absolute order, her order, made from chaos. Okay, so this is a order-at-all-costs tyrant, which is in and of itself a bad thing, because change needs to happen for for life to exist, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like the overboard lawful good to a point it's evil kind of a thing this all this almost sounds like what uh original governor general general herbert what he was aiming for when he was ascending yeah maybe a little less direct or whatever yeah it, it was very much like tyranny and it was like maybe a little less directly douchebaggery than he was but yeah Main thing I I, I want to see fluff wise on Damien is like other than being a mage, why do we think he's in Arcanists? Like, I mean, I what's know. he doing for the faction other than like Sandeep's already the magic teacher? I mean, does the faction really have a good sense of order right now? No. <laughs> do you do you want me to go at the end because I have the obvious answer for you? Go for it. Oh, go for he's it. The one dealing with Sonya. <laughs> If you look at the Ar- if you look at the Arcanist, there is oh? nothing in there that is like, "Hey, we're here to fight the witch hunters." Okay. Karis, 
despite being like the Arcanist, part of the Arcanist, is just about fucking with the guild and causing destruction. But she got bodied by just a couple of thralls. A master level character getting killed by a couple of thralls just doesn't really add up. So I think like Sonya is legitimately a terror. Terror. She fucked up mm-hmm. um, Rasputin. Admittedly, she had Sharufe in her at the time, but she fucked up Ramos. So like, th- Damien is the only person that has like succeeded against Sonya. So he might not even like been. He just might have been doing his own thing, and they come to him begging for help. Um. Yeah, I don't want to belittle my faction and say they're weak in the the eyes of one master from the guild, but for plot reasons, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, or add add to that, go a level deeper. Maybe while he's working on this next configuration, he needs something he doesn't have. And we know that, for instance, Ramos has a lot of still-hidden shit lying around. Yeah, fair. I'm trying to remember what I read, because... Uh, I think DZ grabbed screen grabs of the page turns in the uh, the Madness of Malifaux trailer, which is yeah. just pages from the fluff. So I got like four pages I got to read, which involved Damien. Um, mm. I don't think there was anything like too revealing in that, but he was mostly off doing his own thing. Meets up with which like fits with the faction. Talks with Colette for a bit because Colette didn't show up in the last book. I'm guessing. It makes. I mean, I could see Colette being the 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 branch that's like, hey. Uh. <laughs> I like how they point out, like, hey, Colette is kind of disguised, unless you look at the peacock feathers sticking out of her sleeves and out of the uh, coat she's wearing. So good job, Colette. You're almost yeah. disguised. Yep. I could see them sending Colette. Like, you can probably escape if he tries to just kill you. Go, go recruit this guy. You'll be oh. fine. You're gonna oh. get away. He apparently carries the berserk sword with him at all times. Yep. His big fuck off sword. Yep. Runic blade, baby. Which as much as like the 3D remake of the Berserk anime sucked balls, the clonging noise that they made still like makes me <laughs> so happy. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but there's just one I sound have. effect for the sword, and it is a clong. It is the most clong sounding <laughs> clong noise. Yep. The most clong. I'm gonna go look that up now because I want to hear it. I want to hear the clong. Uh, Continue, Roman. Thank you so much for taking our. Yeah, sure. I know you've had a long day. Um, Eli, Nate, any other thoughts on Damien before we move uh, to other? No, I I have very few thoughts on Damien. I'm the puzzle box story didn't really crazy stick with me like it did a lot of people. Like it's a good one, but like it didn't. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not Arcanist type, so I didn't. It didn't stick with me. It, it, That's fair. Um, kind of read as like a I heist. Do, yeah. No. And I do. I do like seeing him in in the game and in the story now. It just. It's not one that's stuck in my brain super hard, mm. and I might have to go back and listen to it yeah. again just to refresh myself. It, it's a heist meshed with the like bit in V for Vendetta where she's reading the story written on toilet paper because you're effectively reading it from his notebook as a witchling stalker. Right. As he's remembering stuff. Mm. Um, it, it's interesting. <laughs> like to imagine he yeah, had a roll of toilet paper in his cell. <laughs> I, I, I'm fucking sorry. I, I found a compilation of the clanging noise and it's literally just him beating <laughs> things with the frying pan. Let's just go, uh, just take 30 seconds to go listen to that, or at least skip around and just enjoy the clang. <laughs> Clong. (laughs) 
Clong. 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 Uh, if we remember, we should put that. That's enough of that. The URL yeah. in the in the description so, so that people can understand where I'm coming from. But yeah, just frying pan noises. Sad frying pan noises. <laughs> There's only happy so the frying pan noises, sir. Just because uh, an happy anime frying was pan shit noises doesn't are... mean the sound effects weren't great. That's true. Happy frying pan noises, though, involve uh, the crispy crackle of bacon. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see that. But also <laughs> just, like, I don't know, beating a zombie's head in with a cast iron skin. Yeah. There, there's That's there's fair. multiple happy frying pan noises. Okay, we're... I was talking um, about Damien beating up or yep. defeat or outwitting Sonya at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the puzzle box. My one thought here is: uh, so the ancient Fae really like putting tyrants in boxes. The puzzle box isn't for the tyrants. I guess. Witness was put in the is geode. It? Yeah, witness is in the geode. That doesn't mean that there isn't something in there that can. Let yeah. Witness connect with Damien, which I, is my guess. I could see, yeah, I could see the the puzzle box being a relic of Witness, which kind of gives him a a uh, yeah, line. Yeah, that makes sense. Because yeah, that Witness makes- is in the Soulstone Geode, as far as we know. Yeah, but like right. having having a little that. little box phone that like, and again, I bet oh. we get to the point he opens the puzzle box, suddenly the Geode cracks. Oh, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. I, hold on, yep. hold on. I got a, I got a thing that'll make Roman happy. So it's a box that's a Voxcaster. We might call it a a, a box caster, if if you will. Yes, I'm leaving the podcast. Yes. Bye, Eli. I love you. Let the record show Eli has not actually left the podcast. Um, no, no, that's good. Uh, Bellaventine Thorpe. She's the witchling handler who deserted apparently because of whatever they went through together. She was Damien's handler. Um, She's in love. I, I have a more mundane theory. Yeah. Uh, if she goes back to Sonya Crit and admits that uh, Damien got away and did what he did, she's going to become a witchling throw. <laughs> or a uh, stalker. So, yeah, might as yeah. well fucking leave. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, which further leans into my thought I have on this. How do the Arcanists feel about her being presumably on their side now? Question mark. I just I want you to I want you to go look at Hoffman's card <laughs> and think about that question. <sighs> how do you how do you think the Arcanists feel about guild people in their ranks? Clearly they don't care that much. It's a little bit different when it's a former witch hunter. Oh yeah, I would. It's I would different postulate. than a guy who currently works for the guild, who's still on the payroll. Yes, you can't hate him though. He is a. Puppy. I can. I can hate anyone. Shut up, Eli. You can hate the mechanics. You can't hate the man though. Yeah, that's that's why I'm torn on Hoffman right now. So tyrant torn on. Anyways, I'm done making shitty jokes. Are you? Bella. No, you're not. I like um, we have a character we can call Bella. Yep. I'm just I'm just gonna refer to her as Thorpe. 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 Is that the, one of those frying pan noises? Yeah. Thorpe. 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 <laughs> uh then we got Lohith. Uh poor him. That poor. No, that I'm poor not guy. done I'm I, not done talking about Bella. Talk about Bella Sorry. then, goddammit. Talk, talk about Thorpe. At this point I'm like Thorpe. definitely on the tipsy side. Thank you. Ten percent beer. Um one. 
Why does she have skull face paint? I don't know if, sorry, if uh, this was written out later to ask this question, but why? Because she's oh. epic. Why? Is she just constantly sailing, celebrating Dia de los Muertos? Oh, is she going to get the Marshall keyword? Either that or it's face paint that that blocks her uh, identity being scanned by any watchers that fly by. Oh, that's just a lady Mm, in face paint. paint. None of of the witchling handlers are in the Marshall keyword, so this is obviously not her. Uh, Two, she just has a glowing gun just sitting in her holster open. She has a magic sword. She has has both. Yeah, on her card, she has arcane firearm. So, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I just feel like, you know, as an arcanist, you might not want to just announce that to everyone that you do magic. Uh, I mean, the but... sword is glowing, so I don't know if the the gun is the first thing people <laughs> I notice. Think she, I think she ge- she gets away with it just by standing next to Damien. Yeah, probably. <laughs> just look at him first, like pay attention to him. Oh shit! Oh, this is shit. I love this. Okay, rereading this card. This is just lovely shit talking with right side of the law. That might be implying some bad things about the guild. Mm. Uh, Maybe. Huh? Are we the baddies? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, well, them being very unhappy that she used to be a a witchling handler, I think the fact that she is usable as an out of keyword hire uh, will let them overlook that. Yeah. Anyways, back to the sad boy. Yeah, back to back to sad guy who rocks. Eli. Um, oh, Lois. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Every time I hear sad boy, I'm just assuming it's Eli, even though it's me today. I'm the sad boy. Mm. My my question with Lohith is, uh, do you think he wants to give Raspy or Sandeep any payback for his current situation? Probably. Yeah. He's probably very upset. Probably yes. <laughs> I would I would venture to guess. Raspy. Not Sandy. No particular reason, but I think that he didn't immediately get extra- extracted from that Soulstone Geode. I think he sat in there for a long time. And his conscience, conscience remained, so he had a long time to think. And I think once you read that story and think about it for a little while, Sandy didn't intentionally basically end his life. He was trying to help, he just right. failed yeah. miserably at and it. And there, there, there is that that accompanying piece of art for that that story that goes well with the description, where Sandeep is like, yeah. trying to grab him out of there, yeah. and it's just not working. Last- and, and Raspy's just standing there in the background like, hmm, shame about that. Oh, too bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, she... Uh, he died. She basically deliberately led him to that, didn't she? Yeah. And just lied to him about her intentions. Almost like she doesn't mm-hmm. care and she's a bad person. It was a if he dies, he dies situation. She's yeah. Russian. That is that does make sense. Nah. Wait, hold on. Did they actually specify she's Russian? I don't know. Oh they have no I don't think they've ever specified what nationality Rasputina is. We all is. just assumed she could we be. We just assume because her name is Rasputina. And because of the ice stuff. I mean cold. And the ice theme, yeah. Hey y'all. I'm the ice queen. I'm Rasputina. <laughs> I'm Rasputina. My my family calls me Tina. <laughs> oh Jesus! I mean, Raspian. I like to play beach volleyball in this timeline, so I guess it couldn't be like she was named after the guy. But maybe she's his, his aunt. <laughs> Fuck yes, we'll go. We'll go with that. Sorry, we can. Yeah, we're talking about Loeth. Um, 
please someone who knows this would be this would be Indian, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Whatever. Yes. Rasputin is definitely alive at this point. He died in 1916. He didn't become a thing yet. Right. Well, no, 1960. Say so he would be. Yeah. He's currently being a thing. He's currently being yeah. a thing. I think that's why the Russians have necromancers right now. Even I, the, uh, I 100% agree that. And what's even worse, I like the. How about the idea that they're just fucking twins and their mom hated them? Ooh. Rasputin, Rasputina. Uh, I can't yeah. think of it. Yeah. I was going to name them Rasputin, but they're twins. Uh, Rasputina. Yeah, I think that works. I wonder. I wonder if like. The like Ina suffix is like applicable to Russian. <laughs> I, I will. I'm probably. I'm guessing. Edition one weird did not think that far. Did not think. I know. I know they didn't think about that, but I really want to know if that's <laughs> even remotely possible. And I assume no. Which is why no. she's not actually Russian. If so, what does Tina look like in Cyrillic? Let's not refer to her Tina as much. I'm just going to constantly think about Tiny Tina at this point if we mm-hmm. keep referring to her as that. I guess it's not a bad thing. But yeah. Loeth, the living soulstone big boy. With a new, another do, lantern of souls. Do you think he's got mm-hmm. other consciousnesses in there? Cause I mean, he has multiple faces. Multiple faces, multiple yeah. arms. I think there's a bunch in there. He's just the guy piloting it. He's, he's the latest one. Mm-hmm. Um. I can see. So it, yeah. they didn't get like Anyel to do no, if, the box, if right? A whole, I thought they did at some point. I thought they did. Yeah. I went, okay, I, I got to go see this. Because- I thought they got at least one professionally done one. Um, but yeah, I think. I mean, again, if if an entire soulstone golem essentially is walking around, there have got to be multiple souls in that thing. Yeah, Lohith just happened to be like. The magically strong enough one to motivate it to start moving is kind of my current thought process. Yeah, because he was—he had strong magic; he just couldn't control it. Yeah. Here's more sad stuff. Uh, just to add flavor and bad things happening to to Malifo, there are a lot of consciousnesses inside the Soulstone Golem that is Loeth. However, they're all old and as you reside inside of a soul stone you lose more and more of yourself so these are consciousnesses stripped away of their personality their willpower they're what makes them sentient beings and they're just more of thoughts and whispers of former beings possibly all just trapped inside of this one rock and that makes Lohith even more sad Yep. But <laughs> Yeah, maybe they're just all like old fae spirits that have lost their selves over time. Could be. Uh, and that was that was also in an abandoned mine, so there are probably some like normal minor voices in there as well who died when that whole mine was abandoned and collapsed, presumably. Yeah, the one holding the lantern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone find me that already because like it the the canary in the coal mine, if you will. Yeah, the yeah. the Lohith artwork makes me like, how are people going to paint this in exciting ways? 
not like they can't, but like it's a challenge and some people are going to rise to the challenge. It's going to be amazing. Me personally, whenever I get my hands on an airbrush, I'm going to do like striations of different layers of turbo dark paint. Yeah. Color shifts, baby. Yeah, color shifts. Mm-hmm. So it looks like like sedimentary layers of rock, but in different, very sparkly, colorful, color-changing ways. I, I think that'll look really cool. But What else do we have in the keyword? Uh, we have Ledger Domain, which uh, first I want to give... Uh, big ol' <laughs> thumbs up to Weird for that one. I really appreciate Le- this uh, name and pun. Legend it's a bit on the fucking nose. Which is French. No, it's really a bit on the fingertips. For legitimate. Which is English for legitimate. Cognates. Uh, what, what's what's, what's legitimate, Roman? Uh, that is sleight of hand, essentially. Yeah, it is the, it's the French it's the French word or expression for sleight of hand, which is the English word for the French word of Sleight of hand. Like, we call mm-hmm. it sleight of hand, the ledger domain is if, one of those synonyms. Of all the models to not give a magic swoopy, they didn't give him the swoopy for his arm hand magic. It's there. He's, He's just illusioning it, so you can't see it. Doesn't he have, like, the, the upwards going drippies? No, that's that's uh, Marco. Oh, I'm okay. I got the two. So, completely pointless sidebar. I think they actually did title Terra really well. You got to paint her right, yeah. but she looks really good. Thank you, Weird. Yeah. Ledger's one I'm I'm interested to find out more about, because right yeah. now, all we know is he's presumably an illusionist, and is apparently not either not good enough to perform at the star, or maybe the star just needs one illusionist on their playbill. Um, I don't know. He, he's, he's a rogue illusionist. He also has a very punchable face, but like in that charming illusionist way. Oh shit! Yeah, I gotta relook at his artwork. Like you want to, you want to punch him in the face, but you know he's gonna disappear when you do it. Yeah, he's he's definitely that. He'll still be smiling. Mm -hmm. I mean, it Um, it could just come down. He looks very Castlevania Dracula. It could it could come down to the fact that he is what is a man like he is he is blatantly magicking in his card and like. Mm -hmm. The way that Colette stays not a witchling thrall is she doesn't blatantly magic. Yeah, she she actually does ledger domain <laughs> uh, and slips in a little magic in there for for pizzazz. Yeah, I could see that. Maybe ledger domain is his stage name. That'd be funny. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm interested in in finding out more about him, but at the moment, like just based on his card, I'm like, all right, you're. A less good at what Colette does. Colette he does a few different things too, which I like. Like he he brings a, a number of mechanically tech things, but that's not what we're talking about today. And yeah, it's talking about who he would kiss, and it's probably this, this whole keyword is rife with stuff that's actually pretty viable out of keyword picks and some help for Arcanists who are kind of lacking a lot of tech. Yeah, uh, they they did a good job of bringing specific tech that Arcanist didn't have here. Mm-hmm. Um, any other thoughts on Ledger? Um, yeah, I think this is just sort of like referencing, like, yes, actually, street magicians, stage magicians exist, and they can do magic, and they can just do it out in the open because they can't get fucking caught. He's just mm-hmm. Malifo Chris Angel. Yeah, and yeah. like, there's also like that defense if you want, like, oh no, it's just all sleight of hand. Which is kind of what what yeah. Karis did. So, mm-hmm. 
um, yeah, prestidigitation illusionism is a decent aspect of Arcanist, but it was really just locked up in Colette. Yeah. I think of uh, Marco Bonatti. Uh, other than Johann Kraus falling into Malifaux from Hellboy Two, uh, what do we think about this guy? Ink Man. I don't know. He looks cool. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely definitely curious to know more about him and how he's. I mean, even with Ledger, how they're related to Witness, if they are. Yeah. Or if they're just various folks that Damien has picked up. Like, you're cool magic-type peoples. Yeah. Come help me with my magic. You, I have gravity defying, to show you. Yeah, you, you gravity-defying ink boy. You're, you're cool. Hang out with me. Um, I, I have a thought on that. We'll get to that after we do the last one here. Okay, uh, I've got... Uh, wait, on, on, Marco? on Marco? Go. You said yeah. you had... Uh, a theory on Marco? I'll say my theory well, until not, after your theory. No, 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 I don't have a theory on Marco. I have a, a the crew as a, a whole. A question on the crew as a whole, theme wise. Um, but yeah, go go for Marco theme or Marco uh, theory. Marco, uh, with very little to go off of, um, because of what was on his guard and what he's wearing, I think he used to be the strong arm suit or one of the ah. engineers that piloted the strong arm suit. Because that looks like an etheric generator on his back, which is what Eric has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? And that would, well, yeah, that would, that would like, a kinetic amplifiers on there, um, etheric grenade. So I think it was just some sort of horrific accident with an engineer, and he either got kicked out or he left. The interesting question I have to follow that up is why is it ink now? Yeah. Uh,. Because the ink theme is very important yeah, to him. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I feel like that would be explained in the... There's a horrible thing. accident with the squid. <laughs> Either that they or... They fused him with a printing press. The, like, honestly, probably the more likely and less fun answer is that this is stolen tech, and it's the tech that is needed to keep Marco whole, because he probably become like a sentient pile of ink. Yeah. Like, he's goo in there. I think we can all agree he's just he's goo in goo. there. He's goo in the, the suit. Goo man. His goo suit. And Goose the only way to like let him operate as a bipedal humanoid character is whatever the etheric magic engineering is from the strong. He needs suit. a gravity well. He needs, but just for himself. Just for himself. Yeah, I mean, maybe that is. Maybe it's, it's gravity tech. Could be. There's a lot of that going around these days. Tentacles. I'm a. What fan. does he do with them? I feel like he's going to come up then. then <laughs> next, Port Authority. Probably. Oh no! Oh no! Oh god! Oh yes! Oh no! Oh yes! Cool. So we have uh, Mia, Maya, Murakami. I'm probably butchering that, and I apologize. Um, she is an old lady with a book, which makes sense because she is uh, also Red Library. Uh, and she appears to be doing magic out of the book or something. Something magic out of the book. My one thought here is it's an orange card. It, she could be a Thunder spy. I don't I don't necessarily think that. That that seems too regimented for what she is and the keywords she's in. Okay. My my kind of thought on Mia or Maya um is more that she you know, she's she's well read. She's in she's Probably spent a lot of. She's probably like one of the main caretakers of the library, given her age. 
Um, she's probably read, you know, a few too many books on a few too many things. The Red Library has books on all things, including, you know, probably information on the tyrants. So if if any of the models in the keyword have a bit more of an inroad to witness, I almost wonder if she doesn't. And she's kind of riding that line of, you know, she's, you know, part of the part of the library, but also like well read on on the powers of witness, and that's how that's the connection she has to Damien. I can see that. My thought crazy old lady. My thought mm-hmm. is uh there's this uh there's this woman out there who's going around melting people's brains and stealing their magic books, and uh, the Red Library might not like her. So maybe she just yeah, happens to fair. have a, a common enemy with Damien. That makes a lot of sense. I like that, Eli. The, the anti-lore confiscator. Look, I'm going to focus on Untold Tale in that she is actually um, someone either writing a book or recording events that are going on in Malifaux for the Red Library, and she's locked on to Damien for some reason, maybe because the story is important. That could be yeah. interesting. Kind of like a a scribe, you're scribing down what's happening so that that ends up in the library. Mm -hmm. I dig that. That's very cool. I I like talking lore. This is good. This is our wheelhouse. We're in Mm -hmm. in our safe wheelhouse. It's a safe wheelhouse. Yeah. We're safe here. So, my thought now that we've, we've touched on the whole keyword is the only other keyword I can think of with this many named characters is family. And I'm trying to find the through line here, and the only thing I'm seeing is I think each one of them is a different rogue mage. Or a, a different... A, a mage with a different specialty. Okay. Um, and that could be for any kind of reason, which is what I'm... We could We could sit here and spitball these all night, but like, when I start seeing people with different specialties, my brain, such as it is, just goes... Heist crew? <laughs> is Calm down, Roman. No. Um, I, I think if Doug's right, which is very possible, about Damien being the I'm here to fuck with Sonya because screw the witch hunters, he's already stolen some uh, secrets from her. Why stop there? Put together a crew to go into her confiscated lore and get more of it out i love that also just remind me that i do remember part of the lore that was in the trailer um so i don't think it's just necessarily can is making you wrong or anything but um and again this is in the trailer so i can say whatever the fuck i want he gets a letter from ramos we don't really know what the letter says but he also delivers a letter to colette so I Ooh. think Ramos is the one calling the shots. I think he still thinks he's running the Arcanists. I mean, that sounds like Ramos. That does sound like Ramos. Yeah. But also we know Ramos is still around, still doing stuff. So for those of you that are so sad that he got kicked out of third edition, you know, he's still doing stuff. Here's here's my question. Do we know that that letter was written currently? Or was this maybe a, in case of, of fire, break glass and deliver these letters? Oh, that's a that's a good idea. I think like Damien implied that he writ- wrote them in his prison cell, but Damien doesn't necessarily know that they could be old letters. 
Could be. I, either way, interesting stuff. More reason to be excited about the book coming out to get oh, yeah. more details the off deets. that. Oh, yeah. yeah, hot I, spicy deets. I need to be in yep. the next breakdown or whatever you guys do because we need to go. But we need to go over to lore books again. Oh, the the fluff feature. Yeah. Yeah, we'd love yeah. to have you on. Yeah. I want to talk stuff. We have fun yeah. with them. Um, <laughs> my one other thought on witness is uh, this: I believe is the one of these six keywords that does not have some form of adorable creature thing. Correct, uh, there's a fish. No, no, no. The fish is a dabbler. The fish is not a pet. Which is a cute animal. Right. I but think it does count. The quota of cute animal per keyword. The fish is a emoji the goldfish on is the of the keyword. So that's, that's yeah. it's like saying that uh, Harold Toll is unconscious because he's the cat and he's the master. Like Exactly. <laughs> that's Fair fish. enough. That fish knows things. Speaking of fish, Nate, take it away. Speaking of, oh, oh we're no. talking about we're talking about the uh, the, the new Whizbang model. Uh, okay, no, we're not because Doug needs to do what Doug does, and that's waste time talking about shit. First up, Dabblers. Disappointed we didn't have one of them be a gremlin sculpt. I Fair. agree. Honestly, the fish is close. I'll take the fish. <laughs> Two, the, but there could have been one of those being those a gremlin. sculpts are you, you heard it here first, folks. Fish close to gremlins. <laughs> Yes. The dad that the dabblers are such extra sculpts for they're so good minions. for five stone mm-hmm. minions. They're amazing. It's absurd. I don't know who and weird decided to just like go so hard with the dabbler sculpt, but it's awesome. Thank you. The most boring of them is like amazing, and that's the dude with the giant book, and he's still amazing. Um. I mean, still, like, I think the keyword that wins on sculpts is story, but, well, I mean, story in Red Library. I mean, those are, those are fucking uh, insane. Yeah, those are, those are fucking insane. Yeah. But we'll get to them later in another episode, it seems like. But my theory on Witness is that they are basically the outcasts of Arcanist. Not necessarily all of them are people that have fallen out of a different keyword in Arcanist, but they are basically outcasts in that they have been cast out of some other keyword or some other group, usually in another faction, and congregate together under the banner of free magic. Makes sense. Okay. Where I dig that. In a world where the Arcanists win and people are allowed to perform magic without persecution, can they have a normal life or can they exist? Which, in a lot of ways, is kind of what Arcanists should be, and is kind of good that they're returning to that. Yeah, but I yeah. feel like they still need some some rules and laws because... Yeah, no, I mean... But like based on based on the definition of you know how Arcanist is supposed to be as an organization, the theory, not the practice. Yeah, the the free magic organization. It's good that they have a kind of free magic keyword, yep. even if it's led by you know, okay, tyrant witness man. <laughs> but yes, that's that's my done. Now we can talk about uh, the the most fun keyword. I think. God yeah, damn, fuck you, gremlins, and all your fun. <laughs> Nate, welcome back to Gremlins, you uh, guild trader. Uh, take it away. Oh man, well, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna frame this. Uh, first of all, uh, thank you to Danger Planet for your lovely reveal of the angler keyword. Yeah. Uh, quite well done. I was there for I think I was there for the premiere of most of these, but I was definitely there for the premiere of this one. Um, good, good reveal. I am. I will. I will put this up front, and I will not talk about it for the rest of the episode. I'm disappointed that it is not the Black Dragon we're getting, but that's fine. We'll keep that in the back pocket. We'll just we'll relegate Bayou to being a plot irrelevant faction 
as a continuation of our, you know, standard practice. Uh, but we have the Clampets, um, which is a whole family has a keyword. So, <laughs> which I mean, the close are as a as a master specifically. Um, they heard me complain about a lack of fifty millimeter base masters and decided to troll me by giving they, us they heard me they heard me complain that not all of the bayou titles were on 50 mils <laughs> and decided that we need the entire fucking family on a base we need we need both masters on the 50 and i love it it's awesome we have our we have our primary version on the Silurid. we have the, t- the secondary version with a fucking boat it's a boat <laughs> Presumably. Presumably. It's a boat. It's a fucking it boat. It's got to be bigger than the Sillerid. It is still a whole family of gremlins on a vehicle. It is a whole family on some kind of transportation. I love it. You know what? It's okay. so good. You know what? If it's not on a 50 meter base, if we're put a boat and an entire family on a 40 or a 30, I will quit Malifaux. No, you I won't. will continue. <laughs> I will only run the boat family on the 30. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, um, and this is, and the cool thing is this is, this is art we had seen a while ago when they were first talking about Bayou Bash. Um, so clearly some things changed with what they were planning on using for Bayou Bash and otherwise, um, cause now they're in Malifaux riding on their giant Sillerid, um, and it's lovely. Um, well, I, and we, s- I mean, like Bayou Bash is still technically also in Malifaux. Well, yeah, I, I Come on, you know what I mean. They're doing other things besides racing. So, don't um actually me. I will because that's <laughs> my Bayou keyword. That is Douglas. mostly my shtick. Okay, I'm the we're the lore, we're the lore people, and I'm the lore you're guy. Being, you're being pedantic very over much. Here, and the reason sir. the reason I'm the lore guy is because the people that know more about lore than me are not identified as male. And the, <laughs> unless there's some, some dark shadowy guy that's like, actually, I know everything about Malifaux, and you suck, Doug. You suck. I know, I know at least one guy who's got a good good grasp on lore. That isn't you. Cool. But anyways, um, <laughs> but more important than the master is our our lovely totem. Oh I'm just going to move past the master. <laughs> yeah, who cares we about have, the master? Who cares about the family of gremlins on the Silurid and or boat? Um, we have Bruce, who is a dog shark. <laughs> He's such a good boy. He is a Jaws reference. He is a dog shark. He can drool an entire 30 mil worth of drool to make a tide pool. Each turn. Every turn. Everything about this creature is perfect. He is the perfect creature. Thank you, weird, goodest boy. Hey, Nate, I will how, take no criticism. How is he a Jaws reference? I was going to explain that, uh, but you go ahead. Cause, yeah, because he's, he's the shark. He's the name of the, the, the shark in Jaws. He's Bruce. Oh, he's specifically the, animate, the, the model they used for the shark in Jaws. Oh, is, okay. Is, Bruce. Is, that, yeah. is that how that name got, got across? I so. Yep. Okay. I didn't, is... I didn't actually specifically know that, but I, just knew, I knew the shark in Jaws is called Bruce. Yep. And now we have Bruce the shark dog. He's fucking so cute with his derpy little tongue and face and multiple eye, mul- like four eyes. Would Nate, would you say he's the best boy in Malifaux? I would absolutely say he is a perfect creature. A, to a head, head of John Watson. Yes. Okay. That's that's okay. That's fine. See his his card is brown. <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue with that. It's John Watson's is red, which has a bit of a you know a bit of a problem to it. Too much of John Watson's base is taken up by a human, right? Bruce Bruce does his own thing, no matter what. Bruce is Bruce is a uh, a free rider, and that is drool. 
That is his own thing that he does. A lot. Um, so much drool. I would also be surprised, given the, the Jaws reference, if somewhere on the entire family of gremlins on a boat version of this master does not have a we're gonna need a bigger boat reference. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of references little... in this keyword. What the fuck? Weird. Steam. There, there, there are. Steamboat with wheels looking at this yeah. thing. It's ridiculous. That's not how boat mm-hmm. boats. It's it, it's, it's for land and sea. Oh Jesus Christ. It's amphibious, okay, so they, to say the least. They saw the one paddle boat that got turned into a gremlin village and saw the wheel on that. It's like, oh, obviously that's for going on land. We can take that on the move. That's such a gremlin thing to do. I'm going to mm-hmm. be sad if that's not how it works now. Looking at the art, they appear to have lost a couple of babies. Or maybe they're, they're just all underneath. They're carrying yeah, they're, they're working the bilge pumps. Pumps. Possible, but it's also possible that they only kept the favored son, aka the one they gave a gun in the first version. Yeah, that is absolutely <laughs> the favorite son. That or, is the first. Part. He's bigger. He he's lived longer. He's him. the favorite. Or the boat one is actually the earlier version of the master, and they had a baby. Mm. And the Fisherfolk version is them having two more yeah, babies. Yeah, the boat broke down. The boat was not seaworthy, obviously, because Gremlins built it. Um, I do, I do. What What's kind of interesting? Like, bold take. They have the the, the mock mock Lampet is breastfeeding on the on the Silurid. Oh, nice. yeah. Which that's got to be rough, man. Especially if that little bastard Gremlin has teeth. Yep. Ugh. Okay, I'm glad Victoria's not listening to this. Yeah. But yeah, no, just interesting detail on that one. Um, mm-hmm. Also, you know, dangling one of the kids in front of in front of the cylinder. He's fine. You got extras, it's fine. He's, he's having a great he's having a great time. Time honor tradition. You look at the lucky MSR. It, it works. It gets results. Exactly. If you need locomotion in the bayou, just dangle dangle a child in front of something. Preferably something that you're sitting on, but yeah. Any anyone have thoughts on the clampets other than they're they seem to be delightfully gremliny? Uh, on them specifically, no. I am okay. like with the because we have the Nexus kids. I'm generally surprised that not every person in that family gets an activation. Oh, oh. please no! I'm, I'm Look, happy all right. We we already have we have we have one <laughs> we have one keyword in Bayou that brings you know three children to the battlefield. We don't need another one. <laughs> As separate activations. Ophelia already covers that for us. And technically, Big Hat brings the entire family. And two Skeeters. Oh, I'm I'm counting them in the family. What else? They're distant cousins. Is in the keyword, Nate. I guess I'm going to still go? Yeah. It's it's your keyword. It's your baby. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's your babies. Um, I guess we'll we'll jump to the the minions um, that we've seen so far. Um... Earlier, we saw the Skulker skins, which are gremlin, kind of almost like bushwhackers, but amphibious bushwhackers, because they have some uh, some striped Skulkers, some gibbering hordes as um, their ghillie suit, I guess? Cover? Whatever you want to call it. One gremlin. Their camouflage. And a... A singular gremlin in a Skulker skin. shoot. That can also wear a trench coat, aka a ghillie suit, with another gremlin on top of them. Yeah. Not that you would ever do that, because that would just give you... No, that would give you disguised and stealth, because the ghillie suit... Never mind. I'm not going to go on that rant again. <laughs> uh, these, 
these guys just they have so much character to them just yeah. looking at the art i'm excited to um, see the rest of the sculpts because yeah I, I like the one that they've shown with the the blow dart and the get the get the skulker on him yeah very very much uh i have to in order to hunt well i have to think like my prey and whenever possible look like them yes so this guy and a couple other models in the faction in the the keyword are indicating that yes the Jibbering hordes exist in Malifaux. They're from Malifaux. I don't want to say, like, oh, they're coming through a portal over to the part of the bayou because this is where they originated, but is something driving them out of the deep water where they began? Right. Why, why are we just now seeing them? I, I, I could see maybe if they're, if the hordes are trying to start avoid the portals because they don't want to just get sucked over to the earth side. So mm-hmm. like some of some of them are moving more away from where these deep sea portals are and they're starting to come make landfall. Oh, mm, okay. What what if something woke them up? What if we start learning more about where Meridian is and what's going on with Meridian? Because mm-hmm. I could I could definitely see the the ley line she's trapped in becoming more active with the Burning Man. Especially the Burning Man being back on Malifaux side again. Yeah. She 100%. might she might be more attuned although he apparently we we got in the preview that he just poofs out of the sky at one at some point like a bitch <laughs> oh okay he just leaves, he just leaves. all right i, I, <laughs> I think my work here is done my, you haven't done anything my head is just <laughs> fucking pandora sucks him up into the box <laughs> Yeah, and we'll just throw another one in the box. It's fine. <laughs> That's how we solve Malifaux. Pandora just keeps throwing tyrants into the box. Yeah. Eventually well, she'll have all four, all 13 in there. Yeah. In, in this case, she also invented uh, the smoker in Malifaux at the same time. Uh, anyways, uh, um, uh, Auntie, Auntie Mel? Oh, I was going to yep. hit Hermits. Oh, hit Hermits, quick. yeah, Hermits. Since we're on mi- minions. Uh, yeah, Bayou's getting some armor. Um, and that's in the form of some gremlins in a giant conch shell throwing spears at people. Are they are they conch shells or are they they're, they're skulker shells, right? Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, they're presumably the um, uh, what are they? Armored whelks. Armored whelks. Armored whelks. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, they're, they're like giant conch shells essentially. And I love that they have little the little robot crab eyes that they can peer out of. Mm-hmm. Little telescopic eyes that they can. <laughs> so cute! I love these guys. They look they look great. Yeah, I'm Whatever. looking forward to getting these. I'm I'm I mean yeah. Apparently, this whole family is pretty adept at killing um killing uh killing the sea beasties. Honestly, that's mildly terrifying. <laughs> right? They're really like, these guys. These these guys are gremlin badasses. They live on the coast and they don't give a fuck. There's like aha, uh-huh, they're they're the fisher folk uh gremlins, but they're really good. At fishing. They're fishing big fish. One of those fish is the size of a large dog and is their pet. They will <laughs> and is a shark. Hook Meridian herself, reel her in, put her on the wall, and oh. make her sing songs when you press a button. <laughs> what if the clint what if the Never mind. I'm done. I'm done with that thought. I love that. I love Big Mouth Bass Meridian. That's my new... That's how they're gonna trap her. They're gonna take her out of the ley line and put her in a Big Mouth Bass. The most gremlin thing. I and think... It's that, 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 whatever. 
Okay. Making notes for a new grimoire to put into it through the breach campaign. Yes. <laughs> the big, yes. the big Billy, Billy, big mouth Meridian totem. Yeah, that's okay. Like if I'm going, if I'm traveling to Malifaux, I'm taking those with me because those are probably going to be more clout with the gremlins than big hats. Oh, they would fucking, fucking big mouth Billy Bass would fucking do do gangbusters with the gremlins what uh, yeah. what is the the song don't worry be happy going to do to gremlin culture <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna <sighs> reggae <laughs> I, I like oh, I like but Bi- is a great faction oh my god yes. you're killing me you're welcome you're killing me Doug you're welcome holy shit oh wow <laughs> Okay, Auntie Auntie Melville. I mean Auntie Mel. Auntie Auntie Mel. <laughs> is this a reference new... to anything? No, absolutely not. This is a reference to the new Francois of the faction. <laughs> uh, but no, definitely, definitely our uh, Ishmael Moby Dick reference. Uh, I mean, literally has an ability called White Whale, and uh, she seems Mel freaking awesome. The the, uh, the thing I was referring to because I yeah. didn't mention Melville yeah. being Herman Melville, the author of Oh yeah Moby Dick. That also yep. makes sense. Yeah, she she's a, yeah. a trifecta of multi multi layered reference. <laughs> yeah, triathlon. Good on you, weird. I love these sorts of things. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Also, I was not expecting them in Bayou. If anyone's going to harpoon a tyrant, <laughs> yes. If anyone's going to harpoon a tyrant, <laughs> it's going to be Auntie. Maybe this. Maybe this is how we get our our plot relevant character. It's Auntie Mel harpooning Meridian. Also, this this just furthers the theme of like any. Female gremlins who live like, yeah, she isn't just she is an aged female gremlin. She is a badass. Yeah, they're, they're all just action heroes. Man to a king, what's a king to a god? What's a god to a tyrant? What's a tyrant to an angry tyrant old a, lady? <laughs> an aged gremlin woman. <laughs> Ain't shit. I want to see poker night with her, Zoraida, and yes, yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god, hell yeah. I t- I can, I'm sorry for all that the, the side trick. Kind that's of. right, it's like, she scares me, she's too ready to kill people. That's me talking. Right. <laughs> she she harpooned five Silurids on the way to my shack because she felt like it. Yep. No matter what I threw in that cauldron, she was not afraid to eat the soup. <laughs> <laughs> She threw in a uh, shoe. She didn't have to, but she threw in a shoe. Never broke eye contact. We also have confirmation that she doesn't know how to read. <laughs> she has an I can't read trigger. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. She doesn't know how to read and she doesn't care. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. It's not even important. I don't care. I just love it. <laughs> I can't read. I'm mean, like, who has actually read Moby Dick? I'd like to think like two or three people Massive did, this. and they explained the synopsis to everyone else, and that's just how it's been disseminated. There was a whale. That was me in my uh, <sighs> the lit class I had to do for it in college. Ah, okay, Romans read Moby Dick. <laughs> right, Moby so nobody's secretly been oral tradition. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yes. Like, there's so much in that book that does not need to be there. <laughs> So one thing I'm I'm sad on is that we don't have harpoonist with third keyword. 
<laughs> I would, I would, I would welcome them with, with, or know, at the very least, Auntie Mel gets this e, fucking gets triple EBS keyword harpooneth. You know, she has a lot of EV or um, she has a lot of Apex tech. I could see her being oh, yeah, dual Apex, Apex honestly. <laughs> she, she has um, uh, predatory instinct and something else. There's something else she has that's very. Oh, she has Trophy Hunter, which is straight off a of Cooper's card. I think. She... Yeah, no, I, I was just reading this as she's the gremlin that is is cosplaying. She's the Cooper, she's the Cooper cosplayer. Yeah, yeah. I would, Get I would love to watch her out hunt Cooper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. she absolutely does. We need a fluff story where it's just Auntie Mel versus Cooper in a hunting contest. Auntie Mel and Cooper both trying to hunt Marcus. Miranda's well, like, and the trick Miranda's is, Miranda's like, the T Rex didn't work. I'm gonna lead him to Auntie Mel next time. Miranda, no, <laughs> we're kissing now. God damn. <laughs> All right, that's my new ship, Auntie Mel and Justin Cooper. Do it. Does that make him her white whale? <laughs> Gross, I love it. <laughs> oh, God. There's no, nothing else in the keyword, right? Uh, there is. There is a snail. What? We have we have a giant riding snail uh, with uh, Cervantes, which is um, an- yet another Don Quixote reference. All the literary references in yep, apparently, Angler. <laughs> apparently, the Fisher keyword gets the gets the literary references. I, okay, yep. like I full God fuck you, Kyle. I feel like this is all Kyle's fault. Oh yeah, this is this is Kyle. Kyle wrote all of these abilities. I can feel it Kyle. in my bones. Kyle, we love you. Don't listen to Doug. No, that no. Keep that was, doing that was, this. That was a, that was a an affectionate an affectionate like, fuck I'm, you. I'm aware. <laughs> Like really affects clarifying for the gang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and the other trick here though is all of these references are specifically like hunting big, weird, impossible things references. Even Bruce, because the shark in Jaws was yep. fucking huge, and and the thing to be hunted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wonder. I wonder if we'll get like, oh, what's his name? The the hunter in Jaws. It's been too long since I've watched. Is that uh? Oh Cooper? fuck! I don't remember. I don't. And anyway, the the guy who owns the orca. I remember the oh, boat. Uh, um, oh shoot! I I want him as a gremlin. That would be great. That Quint. Would be great. Quint. That's what it is. Yeah. Give give me or or even better. Quint is a human who got lost in the bayou and like Bruce just kind of drags him around. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that would be great. I feel like we need more humans in the the bayou faction. Mm-hmm. The smugglers aren't doing it. We need more. We need more. Yep. Smugglers and uh, McTavish. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that guy that no one remembers. Oh, Tavi. Well, see, yep. he's in the Swamp Fiend keyword, which is why we don't recognize him. Mm. Listen here. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for, for Snail Knight. Uh, and since he's a Don Quixote reference, I guess the, the question here is when will the Savage crew get a windmill model? So, yes. I think it'd be Sav- it'd be savage because Don Quixote is tilting at windmills because he thinks they're giants. Yeah, I, I, I get that. Oh no! When like in that case, then why doesn't Savage get a windmill? That's what I just said. When will Savage get a windmill? Oh fuck! Why? I I, I heard Apex in my brain. I'm sorry. No, that was <laughs> don't, don't brain sorry for ruining so good your right joke now. by being dumb. <laughs> It's okay. it a good also, joke. Let's, let's, let, let's note the ability um, Escargo. 
Um, yeah, no, actually, I didn't hear Apex at first. I heard Angler at first. Uh, so I'm doubly just stupid and confused. But okay, like, like okay, no, no, we don't get Savage with the Windmill. We get... Because, like, Bruce is there, so we can have the monster be in the same faction with the Monster Hunter, I feel like. True. So we can... Okay. It's it's like the dinosaur for Cooper, you know, you need to have the giant monster in the keyword for Cervantes to hunt. So we've, we've got a windmill that Cervantes hunts, or probably is tamed in this case, because it's part of the keyword. Yes. Do faction Trixie, because I'm assuming some sort of mechanical monstrosity, and the reason... It exists. The reason <laughs> is it Arcanist tech? The only actually no. I was gonna say the reason this exists is because Sparks invented mini golf. <laughs> yes. Oh no! All right, hold on. All I'm, gonna bring, I'm gonna bring this all together. Okay, do it. So yes, yes. This is part of Sparks inventing mini golf with the windmill, the whole windmill contraption. The reason the windmill exists and is Arcanist tech is that Ramos was fucking around with trying to do wind power, and windmills have four legs, which is how many legs <laughs> Ramos thinks a spider has. That are 11. Arachnid windmill. So it's just a windmill with spider legs. Yeah. Walking around. No, I can see that logic. It's like, yeah, no, it, it's powered by wind, which is cool, but sometimes the wind isn't windy, so it's got to move to where right, the wind is. Right, it's got to move around to where the wind is. It's got to use that power it's generating to generate more power. Uh, I would just like to say that if windmills could uproot themselves and travel to where it's windy would make Iowa both extremely baller and terrifying. Yeah, that's some yeah. cryptid shit. That's like future cryptids. Uh, the migration has started again. Oh, God. They're traveling northwards the where the wind migration. is blowing. I feel like that's something that should show up in the next, like, Horizon Zero Dawn game. <laughs> but yeah, just Cervantes, man. I, lo- I love that this is a Move 3 model that is deceptively crazy fast. Yeah. It, it is a racing snail. Ways. Yeah, it is a I racing snail. I just want to point snail. out that, uh, <laughs> given the proper setup, like, Escargo could wipe out an entire fucking, uh, 12-pack of rats. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Because he's just... You <laughs> kill the model. A snail running over you kill rats. Model, you push an attack again. You kill the model. You push an attack again. You kill... It's just fucking... Like, it's like those crazy, like, chess plays where you just... Toop, 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 but but it's a guy on a snail killing rats. And and it's stolen. Again, these are tyrant... Okay, I'm headcanon. These are tyrant hunters. Yeah. You, Fisher yes. folk, they're fishing for tyrants. Yeah. Yep, you, I dig it. You're thinking like pinball, hitting all these different things. I'm thinking the steamroller scene from Austin Powers. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yes, 100%. Just, just get out of the way! <laughs> also, fun, fun, enjoyable thing, Sir Cervantes. Um, Apparently, did couldn't decide whether or not he was out harpooning or he was out fishing, which is he's wielding a weird fishing pole harpoon lance hybrid thing. Hell yeah, which is awesome, and I am disturbed by how it's going to come out as as bits. Oh yeah, that's gonna be a nightmare. That string is going to break. I think at that point, just just provide your own string and an actual fish hook. Literally, yeah, literally, just put in <laughs> fishing wire. 
I think they might just tighten it up so that it's a part of the main shaft. <laughs> Probably, just, yeah. Just fill shaft. in the gap with, with plastic. I think that's the safest. But, um, yeah, okay, we decided that we're going to take a break and um, come back next time with the other keywords, uh, along with probably some other fun stuff. Um, but, yeah, I think this is a good time to stop so we can all rest up and have a good Saturday night. But thank you guys for, for coming in. Thank you, Roman, for um, setting this all up. You had a tournament all day. I'm happy to help out. Yeah, I had a thing, and it was an experience. I Thank had you, a Nate, day for talking about Bayou. Yeah, I can do that, Gwell. <laughs> Gwell. Thank you, Eli, for loaning me your sad boy title. I'm gonna need that back. I have to go to work tomorrow. And thank you, Victoria, for trying to stick through it despite feeling sick. We love you. You are the best. Poor Victoria. Every, Hugs to Victoria. If you ever see or meet her on Discord, just tell her thanks for being the first lady of Malfo. Um, yes. and she is always retaining that tile. I don't care what happens. Um, but I am Duck, and we are the Steam Powered Schedules. And as I always say, we always say fun is always king. Enjoy your new models when they eventually come out, and enjoy yes. the fluff when we eventually. finally figure what's going on. Uh, this is going to be exciting here, I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. For sure. Good night. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Kitty. used in this production are Villainous Treachery and Five Card Shuffle. All music is created by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.